wish your pet could talk to you. My pet does talk to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Not only do, I mean, in English, not only do most of us wish they could, but we also believe they would have a specific tone, accent, or pattern of speaking. It made me think about how you always do voices for your dogs, Kev. Uh, some say their dog would have a sassy southern accent. Others say British or Boston accents. But as fun as it would be to know what our dog is thinking when they're hurting, more than half of us are worried that our pet would reveal our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> our dogs, three of our dogs are from Spain, so they have Spanish accents. Except for Tessa, she's a female, so she talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> and she's desperately in love with Marco. And I have found, too, um, that if I use a dog voice, I can say anything to Tracy. Are you anything. serious? I can say anything at all to my wife. Anything at all that if I said it in my voice, I'd be in big trouble. Big trouble. And no, I'm not going to give you an example. <laughs> oh, man. That was going to be my next I question. I knew. I could see your face. Absolutely not. I'm not getting myself in trouble. Absolutely not. It's enough that you guys know. You might want to try that at home. If you have a dog voice and there's something that you wanted to say to your better half... Even something funny, you could say it using the dog voice and you will not get in trouble. I wish she would get the budget and check at the grocery store. <laughs> she would say that to me. That's the other <laughs> way around. Coming up, was your child born in the hospital? Kind of normal or somewhere unexpected? Was your child born in the hospital or somewhere unexpected? A baby girl in Westfield Township, Ohio, decided to enter the world on her own terms Allison already has three little boys, three sons, so she knows what it feels like when the baby's coming. She could tell, "Uh uh-oh, it's time. So she goes downstairs to get her husband to tell her, hey, we got to drive to the hospital in Akron. By the time she got downstairs to him, she was like, you got to call 911. This baby is coming. Mm -hmm. And she ended up giving birth in the ambulance parked in her own driveway Little Clara May weighs uh, less than five pounds, but thankfully she's safe and sound. The EMTs say it was definitely the highlight of their career and even went and visited Allison and Clara May in the hospital with balloons and flowers. Hey, give us a call. We should talk about this. Was your baby early or was your baby late or right on time? But late or early, well, those can be some good stories, especially late babies. You, have you ever around one of those moms in the middle of the summer? Oh. <laughs> the phrase, I am so ready, will be spoken like 30 <laughs> times. We'd love to hear your story. So we're talking about those babies. They have a timeline of their own. The doctor <laughs> will say like, oh, here's the due date. But I, rarely is it, unless it's like a C-section or something, is it like on that day? So was your, your deliveries early, late, or right on time? We'd love to hear your story. Hey, Faith, we're swapping baby stories. Were your kids or your babies early, on time, or late? So my first one was a little bit early. He was only early by two days. But I went into labor on Christmas Eve and ended up having him on Christmas. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then my youngest, he was actually due before Christmas, but he was late. So I went into labor with him on Christmas Eve and have him on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Mm. So you've got back-to-back birthdays, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah, it is the best thing. So they're just both awesome Christmas babies. Aww. Aww. What a beautiful family. Yeah, thanks, guys, for all you do. We're talking about whether your baby was early or late. How about you, Ashley? Um, She came, she was supposed to be born on September 5th, 
but she came three weeks early on August 16th. <laughs> now, how did that affect your baby plans? Like, did you have the baby room ready? Did you have everything you needed? Well, we had everything that we needed, but the room wasn't actually ready. Oh, is that her? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and how old is she now? She is four years old. Four years old. Aww. Hi, honey. Here I am. Cute. Well, thanks for calling and sharing that story with us. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you. Did your mom ever go to a or have a Tupperware party when you were a kid? Tupperware was created 76 years ago. And for those too young to remember, it was similar to an essential oils party or a pampered (laughs) chef party. You could only buy it in someone's home. Well, things are changing. Tupperware is going to be sold now at... Harjay. Hmm. It's also now available on Amazon. What's wild? At-home Tupperware parties aren't going away either. They're still going to do those. Which Maybe I don't know why you would want to. Social aspect to it. I guess. People like to get together or that that kind of thing. So. I don't like those kind of parties. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what would be fun. Let's let's have a lid swap, <laughs> right? Because everybody's got oh, yeah, yeah. lids everywhere. Where's the bowl? Like we got these mismatched lids. Maybe you could take your lids and be like, "Hey, I need that one." That's well, a great idea. Do a Tupperware lid swap. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, when it comes to clothes, you know the clothes he wears. Is your man stuck in a rut? What does your man like to wear to work? Men seem to be stuck in a rut when it comes to clothing, according to brand new research. A recent poll of men who work in the office found that over half repeat outfits each week, many wearing the same shirt three days a week. (laughs) I don't think that's true. And only have an average of five different looks in their rotation. Um, Maybe you'll want to take your guys shopping. 29% believe a style overhaul would make them feel more confident. And 40% of guys feel more self-assured when they're wearing their favorite item of clothing. There's a lot of offices uh, around where the radio station is. And sometimes I'll at lunchtime, I'll, I'll go out for you know lunch or walk or whatever, and, and I'll look around and I'll go, did they send out a memo to every guy that they had to wear a blue button-down collar shirt? <laughs> Is it blue button-down collar shirt day? <laughs> the blue ones are nice compared to the white because you know, they don't show the underarm stains. And then the next day, same deal. It's like, did they all get a memo that it's blue button-down collar shirt day? That does seem to be the unit. Like, everyone decided, let's dress like Blockbuster employees. If you remember what those... Blockbuster used to be this thing called a video store, (laughs) but everybody wore a blue button-down collar shirt. So let's talk about this a little bit. Could your man use a little style upgrade, or does he personify the word style itself? Give us a call. It's Kevin and Taylor. Hi, Kevin. This is Beth. How are you? (laughs) Doing great, Beth. So how would you describe your man? Is he a style (sighs) icon, or does he need a little style help? No, he is a style icon. Every time he buys an outfit, it all has to match, including the shoes. No kidding. He, he, he got a Puma shirt. The pants are Puma, and his shoes are the same color, and it's Puma as well. It's all got to coordinate. <laughs> it's all got to coordinate, and he is 56 years old, and he still got to coordinate. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for calling and sharing that. We'll talk yeah, to you later. Thanks. So that, that old 80s song, I think, said it best. Every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently, according to this research, guys are stuck in a rut at work. They'll wear this the same shirt three days a week. 
So you asked Kev, or is your guy a style icon or what a style needs help? Is that what it was? Um, is you your should... man's style on point or does he need some pointers? Oh, that's good. Yeah. So the question for you is you should tell everybody how into fashion you are. I've never met a guy who's more into I mean, you're the only guy I know who's watched Project Runway for years. I mean, you always kind of know the latest trends. You're like super into fashion, right? Oh, about super. I like to look nice. Yeah, I like nice clothes. Sure. And it, the, I think the biggest indicator that maybe I'm doing something right is my son and and my daughters steal my clothes regularly. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> so I think that, yeah. I think that that means that yeah, do it doing uh doing something okay. And uh Tracy seems to like it and that's the only thing that matters. So, yay me. Are you into thrifting? My 18-year-old niece Laura loves it. She finds the coolest clothes. Well, this is a thrifter's dream come true. Goodwill just launched an online store. Yeah, now you can treasure hunt from the comfort of your home. It's called Goodwill Finds. In 2021, retail revenue from donations to Goodwill was more than $5.4 billion. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. I remember uh, two big things come to mind when I think of thrifting treasures, Kev. One, do you remember that time when we did this experiment on the show? I had an event I was going to be hosting. We were going to be hosting it together. And we posted a picture of a thrift store dress and a department store dress mm-hmm. to see if people could guess. You could tell which one was which, right? And most people voted for the cheap thrift store dress that was like five bucks. Hmm. So that's that's one cool thing about thrifting. And then I never forget my niece, Laura, for homecoming. She's the biggest thrifter in our family. She found the most beautiful dress for prom. And she got it for, I think it was $18. Wow. I mean, it was gorgeous. This beautiful color, beautiful fabric, fit her perfectly. She looked stunning. 18 bucks. Her nice. parents were thrilled. Way to shop. <laughs> Good job. How about this story about Goodwill? You can now thrift from the comfort of your couch online. Mm. I know so many people who love thrifting, and I thought it'd be fun to ask people what their biggest treasure they found mm. at a thrift store was. Like, mm. what did you like? What? This is only $5? How did I find this? We'd love to hear from you. So it's kind of cute hearing you talk about thrifting and goodwill and places like that, which are fine for beginners. But if you really want to go next level and find really, really high-end stuff, really, really cheap, write these down. Poshmark.com and Grailed, G-R-A-I-L-E-D, Grailed.com. On Poshmark, I got... Uh, I don't know if you guys know who John Var- Varvatos is, the designer. Usually if you go and like look at his shirts in one of the higher-end stores, they're like over $100 each. I bagged three from one seller, and I bargained with them. I got them for $100. Ooh. Three of them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so then on Grailed, uh, there's another store that, that uh, it's called All Saints. Mm-hmm. I've only seen an actual All Saints store in Las Vegas. That's the only place. Mm-hmm. And I found stuff from them there on Grailed.com, like That's super awesome. cheap. I'm talking like under 20 bucks. I wish I could shop for clothes online, but it's I, it's got to have a, a really fantastic return policy mm. because it's so hard for me to find stuff that fits yeah. right. Occasionally you get a miss, but uh, if you wanted something like that and you didn't want to pay a ton of money, those That's those are advice. the two big ones, and yeah. then and then you can also kind of like I don't know, Goodwill online is is eBay. <laughs> you can slum it and go to eBay. <laughs> yeah, coming up.
Pop, what do you feel is an appropriate age for kids to start screen time? What do you feel is an appropriate age for kids to start screen time? Well, they say keeping toddlers off the iPad and encouraging them to run around and get some fresh air may help their brain in the long run. New study found that regular physical activity and less screen time is the key to developing a toddler's cognitive function, and that includes their ability to pay attention, a shift between tasks, and learning to make good decisions. And my sister is a kindergarten teacher. She's been teaching five-year-olds for years and she said she can tell mm. when a kid enters her class who whose parents minimize screen time she can tell yeah. a difference if you have kids that age boy it's that, that's tough right mm-hmm. i'm trying to decide what my i'll tell you when my, our kids are grown so my wife and i were always like i'm so glad we don't have kids right now mm-hmm. because we felt like we were in the wild west with our kids with because that's when iphones came out and everything else so we were navigating all that but now, parents, it's more than just iPhones. It's like you said, the iPads and the, the every every everywhere they turn, yeah. there's a screen trying to get their attention, and it's hard trying to decide when, where, how much, the whole bit. Feel for you, mom and dad. You've heard of shrinkflation, right? That's when companies put less food in the same size container. We've been talking about it a lot. Uh, but have you ever heard of skimpflation? No, tell me about that. Okay, that's when companies formulate a product. With cheaper ingredients. Oh, they've been doing and, that uh, before <laughs> for yeah, years. Yeah, for example, the toilet. Uh, this one <laughs> brand of toilet paper, uh, I think it's Scott's. It still has a thousand sheets, but they're a lot thinner. Uh, you want a couple more examples? Smart Balance margarine went from sixty-four percent vegetable oil to thirty-nine percent, and water became the most predominant ingredient. Mm. Campbell's cream of potato soup. Originally contained potatoes as the first ingredient. Now water is the first ingredient. (laughs) And once upon a time, Aunt Jemima was made with real maple syrup. Mm. Today it's owned by Pepsi, and it's made primarily of high fructose corn syrup, which is cheaper than real real syrup. Tapping a tree. Yeah, we have a a friend, can't say what company she works for. That's her job. She works for a a major food producer. And um, I mean, for over a decade, it has nothing to do with inflation or it just has to do with companies want they want more of your money and how can they Mm. make their profits higher by making the product cheaper right yeah they she is what was one of the things she worked on they they wanted to make a smoky barbecue flavor but it didn't have any like real i don't know smoky barbecue at all (laughs) in it whoa (laughs) just tricks your taste buds exactly hey this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day Can you imagine what it would feel like to learn that you have a brother or a sister that you had no idea about? Iverson is 20, and he was in his hometown of Eugene when a DM popped up on Instagram, and it said, Dude, I think I'm your brother. Iverson was adopted as a baby and always wondered about siblings. And in hopes of meeting them day one day and finding them, he used a baby picture of himself as his profile pic on Instagram. Well, he ended up flying out to meet his family, and it was love at first sight. Do you know that um, he met his biological brother? He has two biological sisters, and bonus, he met his birth mom for the first time. Wow. What a day. (laughs) Yeah. They look so much alike, and they also have similar personality traits as well. So it's been a really happy reunion. What's one of your favorite ways to spend money coming up spending that makes us happy? 
What's one of your favorite ways to spend money? Who says money can't buy happiness? Get this. More than half of Americans agree buying loved ones something they've wanted for a long time is their happiest spend. The average person spends about $53 every week on things or experiences that bring them joy. Others say their happiest spends are things like paying off debt, that vacation you saved up for years, or that dog that you added to the family. Yeah, I've told my kids, money, it does not make you happier, but it can make you less stressful when you've got like, what does Dave Ramsey always say, have an account with like $1,000 in it, if you, if you can, for those emergencies that it's not if. It's when they come up. If you've got that, and I know how hard it can be getting that little cushion. It's hard. But when you do, it does give you that peace of mind. Not happiness, but less stress. So we've all lost our keys, our glasses, our wallet, whatever. We've all done that. But have you ever, or could you imagine yourself ever losing your Roomba? You know, the little <laughs> vacuum that goes around your house and vacuum. Are you serious? <laughs> That may have happened at our house a couple days ago and tell you about it next. So we've all done it. We've lost our wallet, our keys, maybe our glasses, occasionally our minds, right? But have you ever lost a Roomba? Now, if you don't have one of these Roombas, that it's like that big disc that goes around your house and it vacuums. You just like hit the button and off it goes. You don't have to vacuum. It cleans up all the you know carpets and floors and stuff. So we have one of those. My wife loves it. She named it Alice. And she called me in a panic the other day. I can't find Alice. I don't know where Alice what? is. What? I said, what do you mean you can't find her? Where did, did you look? Of course, I start reviewing all the places she already looked. Did you look under the chairs? Did you look under the sofa? Under the bed? Did you, did you look in the maybe in the laundry room? Maybe it got she got locked in there? I've looked everywhere. I cannot find her. I don't know where she is. I said, did you hit the home button? Because if you hit home on the app, she'll go back home. I've done everything I can't find. Maybe you can find her when you get home. So I got home and I start... Looking under the couch, looking under the chairs, looking in the laundry room, all that stuff. And I thought, I wonder if Tracy left the the back door open for the dogs to come in and out for a little while today. Because it, it was a beautiful day. I went and looked out on the deck. And sure enough, there she was, completely out of battery. <laughs> probably after cleaning our deck impeccably. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe one of the dogs had carried it down into the yard. <laughs> probably a little too heavy. For the dogs to carry it, but uh, that's hilarious. There she was having the time of her life out on her out <laughs> on her back deck. She needed some sun. The funny, the funny thing is that she didn't come back to the. I thought she would have been like banging up against the door trying to get back in, but that wasn't the case at all. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about losing stuff and not being able to find stuff, and uh, something I, I lost that I, I can't find. And normally, I would blame my kids. If something goes missing that's mine, like tools or something for biking, my son's really into biking too. If something goes missing, I blame my kids. And it's usually 99% accurate. But this time, I don't think they took it. I'm looking for my Ravens jersey with my name, Kevin, on the back. You can't find that? Cannot find <gasps> it. No, I know those are super expensive. Tracy Tracy wore hers. Uh-huh. And we, we have matching jerseys. Hers says Tracy, mine says Kevin, and, and she's number 10, I'm number 15. It's our anniversary date. So, uh, kind of bummed I couldn't find it. And it's got to be, it's got to be OLD. Like, I put it away for the winter or something and, and just can't find, remember where I put it. Yeah, I wonder, do you hang it or do you fold it? Uh, I don't know. If From year it, to year, it changes. If you fold it, it can so get stuck underneath other stuff. I've had uh-huh. that happen a million times. Yeah. Like, I have this uh, tank top I love that my friend Cammie gave me. And it says, sorry, I have plans with my dog. 
Mm. And it gets so buried sometimes. I'm yeah. like, where is my tank top from well, Cammy? The uh, the Ravens lost. Tracy wore her black Ravens jersey. I had to wear my alternate white jersey, and she is confident that's why they lost. Uh oh, because we like in Ghostbusters lingo, sports. we crossed the streams. Yeah, <laughs> got like sports superstition going. That's so funny. If I if I find my black jersey and we're matching next game. They will surely win. So you we'll better to... clean out your closet fast. <laughs> right, we'll put that to the test. <laughs>